0: 8 inning 10 3. Faces
1: are loaded for Verlander who waits on the real finish. He swings and it's a high fly ball. Deep center field. It is gone. Home run.
0: And a huge backflip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. We're here on opening day. We got Alex Bregman, Houston Astros' big win. Opening day, home run. Talk about that, man. One. An opening
1: day home run, it doesn't
0: get a lot better than that. That's pretty sick.
1: It was a good start to the season, and uh, Jordan followed it up with another one, and you know, the guys came in ready to go today, and um, it was a good win. Can't wait uh, for tomorrow. I know you put in a lot of
0: work in this offseason. If you haven't checked out his YouTube and all his stuff, by the way, do it. It's sick. It's electric. I don't know who your editor is, but it's sick. You put in a lot of work this offseason. How excited were you for this season, and how – I'm a big guy. I think you got I, I think you have a resurgence coming this year, man. I'm really excited to watch you. How important was your
1: offseason work, and, and now it gets to show itself on opening day? No, it was big time. I had so many people back home in Houston uh, helping me out during the offseason. Um, just Chris Slocum and, and Justin Galvan, to say, the, say two names. But those guys uh, got me prepared, got my body feeling really good. And um, now it's time to, to go out and perform and, and play well and, um, yeah, have a fun time doing it today was opening day. I I still get the jitters, man. I played for a few years.
0: Um, I still get the jitters being here and and now in this world. Did you, what is that feeling like opening day, dude? I mean, it has to be awesome.
1: It's awesome. Uh, I mean, I think it should be a national holiday and everybody should have off work (laughs) and be able to watch opening day. It's a a great time. And, you know, every team uh, across the the league, uh, everybody starts off 0-0 and everybody has a chance to go and win. And um, it's fun. I mean, the excitement's in the air um, every opening day. And I still get the jitters today. I think this is my sixth one. So, um, you know, just having a blast. And uh, the guys in there did an amazing job today. Congrats, man. Sick home run today. Kill it this season, man. Thank you, brother. Great podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a way to start the year. We are here. It is opening day. We got, a, we got a great podcast from Alex Bregman, sick, uh, sick line there. What a day, opening day. Astros win the opener. This place was awesome. From, from earlier today, the live show at the brewery, to right now, the live show on the field post-game. I can't talk enough about what this day meant to me, what it clearly means to the players, from what Alex Bregman just told us. This day is special. I've always said this should be a national holiday, so I'm glad Bregman just said it as well. Opening Day should be a national holiday. But look, we're here. It's opening day. I want to talk to you about things that things that we don't need to overreact to here on opening day. Overreactions happen aplenty on opening day. We're not going to do it here. So let's go around the league. I'm going to I'm going to talk to you about some things that you shouldn't overreact to after just one day. First up, Chicago Cubs. The Chicago Cubs beat the Milwaukee Brewers, who are the favorite to win the NL Central this year. The Brewers are the favorite. The Cubs win. Don't overreact. The Cubs will not make the playoffs, okay? I know there's a lot of Cubs fans out there. I know there's a lot of Cubs fans watching this show right now. Do not overreact. I know there's a lot of young guys on this team. I know there's some young studs to be excited about. I'm even excited about them. I really am. But let's not overreact after one day. They will not go 162-0. I promise you that. I do not think they'll be a playoff team. That's number one. Next up, the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves will still win the NL East, okay? Let's not overreact to this opening day the New York Mets win the Mets have a brand new team the Mets are having a resurgence the Atlanta Braves lose to the Cincinnati Reds who are uh, tanking they intentionally aren't putting a good team out on the field this year are the Braves okay are they gonna are they gonna be bad are we freaking out no the Atlanta Braves will win the NL East do not overreact to that They'll be fine, their team is really good. I think they are even better than they were last year when they won the World Championship. Don't overreact, they'll be fine. Number three, overreaction number three, thing not to overreact to, Shohei Ohtani. Let me tell you right now, Shohei Ohtani will still win the MVP award. 0 for 4 tonight, threw well on the mound still, 4.2 innings pitched, Nine strikeouts. That's a big one for me. Otani is healthy. He is happy. He is smiling. He looks good. Let's not overreact. Shohei Otani will win back to back MVP awards. Which leads me perfectly into what I want to talk about here. I believe Shohei Otani is going to be better in 2022 than he was when he was the unanimous MVP in the american league last year now for those of you that are are not diehard fans or just tuning in trying to get into baseball i'm a big shohei otani guy i'm going to tell you why he is going to win the mvp award and i have three reasons why for those of you that know that i love talking about him i'm actually going to give you some facts this is not all opinion it is a fact let's start with reason number one shohei otani had a new rule implemented for him, the Shohei Ohtani rule. Now, in the, in, in the American League, there has always been a DH. This year, the universal DH has gone into effect. You know what the league did? They got it right. They implemented the Shohei Ohtani rule, which means when he pitches, he can stay hitting the entire game. He doesn't have to come out of the game. He will and can stay in okay so let's look back at last year and why this rule is important there were four games last year where shohei otani did not play he didn't play interleague games they were in the national league no dh he didn't play okay another fact there were seven games where he only got one at bat via a pinch hitter so I talked to our very talented research department, a big deep dive into this, and we did the numbers. We looked at the math. Because of this new rule, Shohei Otani should be expected to get about 40 extra at bats this year. A guy that hit 46 home runs last year should be expected to get about 40 extra at bats, okay? That's reason number one. Reason number two, this is a fact he has more protection in the lineup let's talk about that mike trout is back anthony rendon will hit after him protection in the lineup is vital mike trout will now be right behind him in the lineup we saw it here on opening night he'll be right there behind him that's important because Shohei Ohtani was intentionally walked 20 times last year. Intentionally. It led the league. He was the league leader in intentional walks. On top of that, he was walked 96 times. That is insane. Now, here is why that will not happen again. He will have Mike Trout behind him. He will have Anthony Rendon behind him. You're not going to pitch around Mike. You're not going to pitch around Shohei Ohtani to get to Mike Trout, to get to Anthony Rendon. It's just not going to happen. So, we talk about all these extra at-bats he's going to get. He's going to get extra swings. He's going to get plenty of extra bats. The walks will not be a thing. I talked to our research department there as well with all of the walks we can expect him to get about an extra 10 at-bats there that's that is what our research department says i'm going over that number listen i'm going way over that number but they're incredible they're expecting him to get about 50 to 60 more at bats this year how can you not love that more at bats more swings more chances to hit balls out of the yard i love that those are two facts this this is an opinion his mentality is what is going to propel him to another MVP award. Let's look at it like this. He's not a guy that's going to win the MVP award and ride off into the sunset and take his money, take his endorsements. That's not him. In Time Magazine recently, Shohei Otani was quoted as saying, I'm not satisfied with what I did last year. I can do better. I will do better. Then it goes back to his childhood where I went down to San Diego studio and MLB The Show a couple of weeks ago, where, by the way, Shohei Ohtani is on the cover of MLB The Show 22. I go down there a couple of weeks ago. They show me a tour. They show me around the entire place. And they show me Shohei Ohtani's dream board. What they did here is they went back to his childhood home where he grew up and got this actual dream board that Shohei Ohtani put together how he was going to achieve his goals, how he was going to do things offensively, pitching-wise, how that was all gonna come to be. Shohei Otani has quite literally manifested this career that he is having. His mentality is what separates him. Shohei Otani can become the fourth player since 2000 to win back-to-back MVP awards. Albert Pujols is one. Barry Bonds is the other. And Miguel Cabrera, three incredible names. Shohei Ohtani could become the fourth. Let's talk about why. Number one, the Ohtani rule, more at-bats. Fact number two, more protection in the lineup, thus equaling more at-bats. And number three, his mentality, it's just different. We've talked a lot about Shohei Otani. You might look at the scoreboard and say, they didn't win. Let's talk about the Astros. That's what I'm gonna do right now. The Houston Astros won this game. The Houston Astros dominated this game from the word go. And I wanna talk about the Houston Astros and why they will win the American League West. Let's start tonight with Fromber Valdez out on the mound, the pitching. What he did tonight was incredible. This pitching rotation can't be talked about enough. They're a little underrated in the eyes of many. Fromber Valdez, my brother Justin Verlander, is back. He's going to be good this year. The rest of this rotation, Luis Garcia is really good. This bullpen we saw tonight, Ryan Presley in the back end, a big re-signing. Ryan Stanek. Phil Maton, This team is really good. And it's this pitching staff is a little underrated in my opinion. We saw it here tonight. Fromber Valdez was had a one hitter for the majority of this game. He was incredible. Ground ball after ground ball after ground ball. He is a machine. So this starts with the pitching staff to me. But you also might be saying, well, Can can they really win the AL West without Carlos Correa? The answer is yes. And we saw a big reason why tonight. This lineup is still so incredibly deep. Kyle Tucker is in the sixth spot. It was actually a very well-pitched game on both sides. But we saw what happened, and this is what the Astros team is able to do. If you let them stick around long enough, if you don't separate from them, it can quickly get out of hand with how good and how deep and dominant this lineup is. We saw Bregman who we just spoke to and Jordan Alvarez go back to back late in the game off a good bullpen arm. So yes, I can't sit here and tell you that Carlos Correa leaving won't be a bad thing. It doesn't doesn't mean your team will be better but this team is good enough to win the AL West. This team is good enough to get to their sixth consecutive ALCS appearance, especially if Bregman is playing like he is. I called this in our AL preview show. I said Alex Bregman will have an MVP resurgent year. What did he do opening day? Well, he made me look really good. A Breggy bomb, if you will, to left field. And then we spoke to him just a few minutes after that, the work he put in was incredible. This Houston Astros team is so good all around. This Angels team had all the hype in the world. I still think they will be a good team. The Astros showed you tonight why they will win the American League West. They're just so good. They are incredible. What what a day here, my friends. This, this has been an incredible day for me. This has been a day that, that I, I will remember this crowd forever. It was awesome. The place was a sea of red. And that's new. That's different. That's the Shohei Otani effect. It's real. It's special. You could feel it every time he stepped to the plate tonight. What a game. What a day. It started with a live show over at the brewery, It's and it ended here on the field where – the Astros just took down the Angels on opening day right behind me. Thank you all for joining along for this. This is special. This is special for me. I hope, I hope opening day is special for you guys as well. In the words of Alex Bregman just a few minutes ago, opening day should be a national holiday. I agree. I agree completely. Guys, we will be back here tomorrow night on the field live Post game, Come back and join us again right here. We'll do the same thing Saturday. My brother, Justin Verlander, takes the mound for the first time in almost two years. I will be right here as well. I might not have near the fingernails that I have right now. I am an absolute nervous wreck when he pitches. But Saturday, that goes down. Justin Verlander and Thor, I will be right here again. Do not miss out. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to my podcast, Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander, wherever you listen to your podcast. This has been an awesome day. Thank you all for listening. Happy opening day, everyone. See you tomorrow.